Good morning, and welcome to Simply People. It's Wednesday, February 21st. On today's show, Bradley Cooper recalls his crazy meeting with Beyonce for A Star Is Born while Jay-Z was watching Judge Judy. Salma Hayek wishes her stepdaughter Mathilde a happy birthday, expressing how proud she is of the woman she has become. Plus, a dog missing in the Arizona desert for nine months is found safe thanks to community help. This coverage and more, up next. I'm David, and you're listening to Simply People. We start off with an intriguing revelation from Bradley Cooper about the casting process for the lead role in A Star is Born. The actor revealed that he initially approached Beyonce for the role, which eventually went to Lady Gaga. Here to discuss this further is Abby, a correspondent for Simply People. So Abby, what can you tell us about this crazy meeting between Cooper, Beyonce, and Jay-Z? Well, David, it seems that Cooper had quite an experience. He met with Beyonce and Jay-Z at their home to pitch the role of Ally, an aspiring singer in A Star is Born. Interestingly, during this meeting, Jay-Z was watching Judge Judy. Cooper recalls being nervous and having a weird cough while pitching the role to Beyonce. That's quite a scene, but Beyonce didn't end up playing the role. What happened? That's correct. Cooper and Beyonce developed the project for about a year, but it eventually fell through. Cooper then considered Adele for the role, but she was too busy. It was only after hearing Lady Gaga sing at a benefit concert that Cooper knew he had found his leading lady. And how did A Star Is Born fare after its release? The film was a major success. It earned eight nominations at the 91st Academy Awards and won the award for Best Original Song for Shallow, a duet featuring Cooper and Gaga. In fact, in 2019, Cooper expressed interest in doing a live reading of the film's script and singing all the songs at an event like the Hollywood Bowl. That would be quite a spectacle. Has there been any progress on that idea? As of now, the idea hasn't come to fruition. However, Cooper and Gaga did reunite on the red carpet for the Maestro premiere in December 2023, so who knows what the future holds. Thanks for the insights, Abby. Now, shifting gears to the world of entertainment, Salma Hayek recently took to Instagram to celebrate her stepdaughter, Mathilde Pinot's 23rd birthday. The actress shared heartfelt photos and expressed her pride in the woman Mathilde has become. Here to discuss this further is James, a correspondent for Simply People. Can you tell us more about Hayek's relationship with her stepdaughter? Absolutely, David. Mathilde became Hayek's stepdaughter after Hayek married François-Henri Pinot in Paris in 2009. Pinot, a French businessman, shares Mathilde and son François with ex-Dorothée Le Père. He also has a son, Augustin, with ex-Linda Evangelista. Pinot and Hayek welcomed their first child together, daughter Valentina, in 2007. And how does Mathilde view her relationship with Hayek? In a 2022 interview with Paris Match, Mathilde spoke highly of Hayek, crediting her as someone who has helped her in everyday life. She said that Hayek has a calming influence on her and teaches her to keep a sense of priorities. Mathilde also mentioned that she has accompanied Hayek on film shoots and observed how she manages her schedule and learns her scripts. That's quite a bond. And what about Hayek's approach to parenting? Hayek has expressed that she and Pinot have focused on raising their kids to be grounded. 
She told Page Six in December 2022 that her kids are humble and that they have a big spectrum of things. She also mentioned that she and Pinot have a similar mindset, which has made their marriage stronger. They focus on solving problems rather than finding someone to blame. That's a valuable approach. Thanks for sharing, James. Now let's shift from people to our four-legged friends. In a heartwarming tale of community spirit, a dog named Ghost, who had been missing in the Arizona desert for nine months, has been found safe and sound. The rescue was made possible thanks to the concerted efforts of local residents and the Lost and Stray Response Squad. Here with us to share more about this story is Bella, a correspondent for Simply People. Can you tell us more about Ghost's journey? Certainly, David. Ghost was first spotted roaming Tucson's East Side District in May 2023. Local residents, concerned for his safety, would leave food and water for him. However, when they noticed him being cornered by coyotes, they knew they had to take action. One resident managed to get Ghost into her car in late January and reached out to Desiree Truby, co-founder of the Lost and Stray Response Squad, for further assistance. That's quite a story. How did Ghost react to being rescued? According to Truby, Ghost seemed to know he was safe. She described seeing his smiling face in the car as a beautiful moment. She also mentioned that Ghost's situation brought together people who otherwise might not have met, including those who don't even own dogs, but were moved to buy food and treats for him. That's quite touching. How is Ghost doing now? Ghost is reportedly doing very well. Despite some dental issues, he's in good health. He's currently being fostered by Truby and another local resident who helped create a ghost-proof shelter. The Lost and Stray Response Squad shared that Ghost is estimated to be six years old and has been microchipped and vaccinated. He's also quite accepting of love and affection and is learning to walk on a leash. It's great to hear that Ghost is doing well. What about the Lost and Stray Response Squad? How are they continuing their animal rescue efforts? The Lost and Stray Response Squad has an active GoFundMe campaign to raise funds for their ongoing animal rescue efforts. The donations are used to purchase items like humane traps, microchip scanners, dog and cat food, treats, and gas cards. As of now, the campaign has received over 200 donations and raised over $12,500. It's always heartening to see such community spirit and dedication to animal welfare. Thanks for that story, Bella. Now shifting gears to a significant development in a cold case, human remains found in a Colorado mountain pass 33 years ago have been identified. The Colorado Bureau of Investigation cold case team and the Mineral County Sheriff's Office used forensic investigative genetic genealogy to identify the remains as those of Stephen Kenneth Riscu, who went missing in 1987. Here to discuss this further is Celeste, a correspondent for Simply People, can you tell us more about this case, Celeste? Certainly, David. Stephen Kenneth Riscu's remains were initially found in 1991 on Wolf Creek Pass in Mineral County, four years after he went missing. The Indiana native was born on August 16, 1957, and his last known address was in Indianapolis. His family described him as an adventurous individual with a love for the outdoors. He was known to visit California occasionally. So. How were the authorities able to identify the remains after such a long time? The Colorado Bureau of Investigation Cold Case Team and the Mineral County Sheriff's Office used Forensic Investigative Genetic Genealogy, also known as FIG, to identify the remains. 
the identification was confirmed with dental records and other investigative tools. What do we know about the circumstances of Risku's disappearance and death? Investigators have not yet discovered the reason for Risku's trip to Colorado, and it remains unknown if any foul play was involved in his death. The Mineral County Sheriff's Office is urging anyone with information about why or how Stephen Risku ended up at the remote location on Wolf Creek Pass to come forward. And how has the family reacted to this news? Risku's niece, Heather Hall, told KMGH-TV that he disappeared a year before she was born. The family had held out hope for so long that he was alive. While the news of his death was a shock, it has given the family a chance to finally put him to rest. That was a deeply touching story from our Simply People reporter, Celeste. And with that, we conclude our stories for today. Thanks for listening to Simply People. We'll see you back here tomorrow.